broadcasting from a little liberal town known in Madison, Wisconsin. This is the Sauce Report. And your host today, Sauslin Timison. The Sauce Report is sponsored by Public Investments. Public Investment is a marketing firm out of New York City. It is a firm that I use in order to trade uh, stocks, also trade cryptocurrency, and now they have introduced NTFs. They're a great organization and they're a great company in order to start trading. And even if you're experienced or non-experienced, they can teach you along the way. I use Public Investments as a stepping stone to save for my future. After all, I want to have family of my own. And I'm sure I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck even after I retire. That's why I started early by investing and saving my money through public investing. You are more than welcome to check out public investments at publicinvestings.com to find more information. And if you're interested in uh, investing go with them, click on the link below on my link and then you will, they will help you get set up. And now that, but you get a share as a startup. How exciting is that? Once again, this episode is brought to you by Public Investments. Well, hello, and welcome to the Sauce Report. I hope you guys are having an awesome day, because I know I am. You know, it is starting the Christmas season, and it is starting the uh, season where we can all rejoice and to be glad in it, and it's, I absolutely love it, you know, just being able to uh, have a good time and be able to see everything. I see the Christmas lights are going to come up and the Christmas trees. And I absolutely love peppermint uh, coffee, by the way, or peppermint mocha, peppermint lattes. And it's a phenomenal start to the season. And it's definitely a cold, it's definitely a colder than usual start to the month of November. But I heard that's supposed to warm up for the weekend. And you don't know what kind of weather you're going to expect. Um, and I felt kind of sad that uh, the shorts weather is completely out, but that's fine. Um, but either way, so it, it does blow my mind, you know, with everything that's going on. Uh, one thing that I noticed is, you know, kind of doing homework and just, you know, kind of focusing on the situations of what's going around us. And a certain topic comes in mind, and that is the ability to um, stop for a ceasefire or the big ceasefire that's going on, that's going around Israel and that's going around the, the world, how they want Israel to stop ceasefire, to continue to, no cease, to stop ceasefire. But it's interesting how... I support Israel in that full effort in defending themselves. You know, they need to defend themselves in any such a, in any way. Because how would you like it if your country is being under attacked? I mean, let's think about it. If your country is being invaded by another country, if you're, for instance, if we, 9-11 did happen, you know, 9-11 happened and for instance, we didn't move into uh, in Iraq. We didn't move into the Middle East, and we just said, "Oh yeah, we're going. We're not going to do a ceasefire." Well, we would not gotten anywhere. We would have gotten walked all over. We would have gotten. It would have been a complete mess. You know, you don't know what would have happened. 
And this also does blow my mind and been discussing this. And since we're talking about this situation, the fact that we have many people, you know, the White House refusing to like, when you have to pause and say, well, I support Israel, what does matter with you? You know, why would you have to pause for something serious and like, like it's a very serious situation. You shouldn't pause when it comes to like having your allies support you. And the UN has done nothing good at all. They are a worthless, they're worthless. Um, a committee, they've not done anything. So is the WHO, anything with the United Nations, because now the United Nations are supporting Hamas and they're saying, well, we need to support Hamas. But it does show you the true colors, how the UN is now supporting terrorists. What do you mean by that, Sasson? Well, what I mean by that is they have no problem of supporting Ukraine. I mean, let's think about it. You have no problem supporting a terrorist state known as Hamas. But you have a problem support, uh, supporting, you don't have a problem supporting Ukraine. And we don't know what's going on in Ukraine still. We don't know if they're uh, cashing and bezeling, which they are. Um, you don't know if they're doing anything. I, does anyone actually know what's going on in Ukraine? And why are we giving, like, let's see, six another $60 billion to Ukraine? I mean, let's think about it. Does anyone know why we're doing that? And it's also interesting how during President Joe Biden's speech, how he stated that, well, it is very vital that we support Ukraine. It is very vital that we support Israel. But when the House Congress puts out a floor, uh, a budget, and says, hey, you know what, Let's, we need you to sign this to give $100 billion to Israel, but then he vetoes it, President Joe Biden vetoes it, that shows you the true colors, because it never mentions anything about Ukraine. What is wrong with supporting Israel? There's nothing wrong supporting Israel. Matter of fact, Israel has been America's number one ally ever since it gained its independency. And, there re and there's a reason for that. And when you can't support a nation such as Israel, and you have the squad thinking for you, you show your true colors as a president. And the fact that we have more and more people condemning Israel, it's a very scary situation. And you look at all the news, you look at the news clips, and you look at what's going on. Half of those young people are protesting. They're very, very young people. They're very young and militarized. And they have no problem of also protecting the border, borders for Israel, borders of Ukraine, but they won't protect their own border. So that's also a, a, a it's a very messed up it's a, it's a messed up uh, thing, and it shows you how this country they're literally going after this country. You know, I was able to listen to the Joe Rogan experience and with Elon Musk, and there's a lot of good things Elon Musk has. He's very genius. He's a very smart man. And there's a, something that they said last night, and it's not only Joe Rogan that said it. 
but it's also I've said it before that our country is being invaded and 2024 will be a year that will be remembered in our history books not only because um it's a presidential election but we've never our nation has never been in such dire need you know for instance our nation has not supported uh a our nation should be supporting a country that has been our number one ally i don't think we should be supporting it i don't think we should be supporting ukraine at all ukraine they're going to lose. We know that. I think you and I and the people know that Ukraine's going to lose because they're not big enough. And now that, but the reason why they're going to lose is because Ukraine is going to Russia, buying oil from Russia and selling it three times the price to the United States. Ukraine is going to Russia to buy ammo. And then selling it three times the expense. And then what do we do? We turn everything back and we sell, give it back to Ukraine. It's a vicious cycle and you really wonder what our priorities are as a nation. And another thing is, is that the $100 billion, that $106 billion that is being sent for the border security, you wonder where that's actually coming from. And whether if it's going to protect the border. And a lot of Democrats are saying, yes, yes, he's, you must support that. Retro speaking, they're not protecting the border. It's all optics. They don't want to protect the border. They would rather have this country being invaded. And that's their goal. Their goal is to take away our rights. Their goal is to compromise our public safety and to force into compliance and give all the way our resources away so that we can get price gouged, get taxed. And so then we are dependent upon the government. That's what's going on. And we look at, and the whole thing about the Second Amendment stuff, you also look at the Second Amendment with the situations going on there. Once again, it's not the gun that gets up and walks around. It's the person behind it. And if you look at the individuals behind the gun, they either have some sort of mental illness or there's some far left nut job that hates the other people, that hates like any other people. But then they have to lie and say that they're a mega extremist. And see, the, the bigger picture of this whole thing is you're seeing the bigger picture saying that we don't really actually want Israel to win. That's what I'm getting to. I'm thinking that the Biden administration really and the Democrats really don't want Israel to win. They would rather have Hamas win. And they would say, and this is very well prevalent. You go around campuses, you go and you see all these mass protests. You know, and part of me wants to buy them a, a first economy ticket our first class ticket. And if he still loves Hamas and if he still support him and think that he's a, a sweetheart and saying that he's a poor innocent man and, and all that, I want you to go there with your family to Gaza, to where he where his territory is. And this is not only with Hamas, but Afghanistan as well, where they think that there's women's rights and that Hamas is all women's rights. 
I want you to go there and I want you to hold up. And when you get off the plane, make sure you don't keep everything on. If you think that you're, you're a drag queen, well, keep your drag queen attire on. If you think that you support the LGBTQ, Gaza or LGBTQ for Gaza, make sure you hold that, uh, the flag and you hold the the sign says uh, Hamas supports LGBTQ. You hold that up. You can't say no. You you have to hold it up because after all, you support that. Your own your own party supports that. You get off the plane and see how long you last. Because this is how dumb our country has become, or uneducated our country has become. We have become a society. We would rather support a terrorist. But we don't want to educate ourselves. We'd rather support a terrorist that beheads babies, number one. Sells men, women, young boys, young kids for trafficking. Sex trafficking. That's number one. And that's number two. Number three, they don't support any rights of anyone. And they don't believe in having guns. Because they want power. And if you can think for yourself, you're the enemy. And see, the thing is that they don't like that. Hamas doesn't like that. Terrorists don't like that. Because that means they're in control and they don't want you to be controlled. They want you to be submissive unto them. See, that's the problem. And what are we seeing in America? It's, you wonder and you think about sometimes what travesty has to happen. Well, I don't think... I honestly do not think our country's in a, we haven't lived the experience, persecution per se. And I also think that we become too complacent. And we become uneducated. And our colleges are filled and have been infiltrated with the concept of Nazism, thinking that is okay. That's the big picture. The big picture is, is as long as we can formulate and educate the next generation to hating this country to turn back our turn backs turn our back against our allies and to support the wrong people that is okay and they also think it's okay for us to have Greta Thunberg or these environmentalists come on and say well it's bad for uh, war is bad and we have to make it clean but it's okay for, but they won't say anything against Hamas. They won't say anything against Ukraine that's using artillery. They won't say anything against that. But when Israel tries to protect themselves, or even when uh, Russia per se, they say all bad things about it. See, you see the double, you see the double hypocrisy. And also, the bigger picture is, is that they want to go after God in our country. And because Israel stands for God, because Israel has been chosen by God to be a sovereign nation, and it's been at war since before America was founded. It's been at war since before. And because of it, many people think that, again, if they actually opened up the scripture, if they read what was actually going on, they would realize that we need to support them. And that we need to put our differences aside. And we need to help them out in every single way. If they would actually know that. But we don't want to. 
and I don't think because we have a president that is compromised once again, and his whole administration is also compromised because he surrounded himself and this country has surrounded ourselves with supporting China, supporting Ukraine, supporting um, South Africa, supporting Pakistan, supporting Afghanistan, Saudi Arabia, Syria, all those countries that somehow hate the Middle East, hate Israel. But it's like we have to support the bigger, we have to support those countries because those countries give us oil, give us natural gas, give us natural resources to power our homes. See, the bigger picture is, is that we are in a new generation. A generation where life was good at one point. A generation in which this country was founded on Judeo-Christian. And back in the 1960s, when we took God out of our country, is when God said, you know what, I'm done with you guys. I'm going to allow you guys to be, I'm going to allow you guys to fall in your depravity of man. And that's when things came arise. Now we have abortion on demand, like it's candy. We have the nuclear family being attacked habitually. We have a government that supports terrorists and supports evil. And we have other things in our society, and we have all of our priorities backwards. Instead of praying to God and asking for his guidance, we have leaders praying to Satan and asking, well, Satan, how can I push your agenda even more? What can I do, Satan, to go after these so-called Christians? What can I do? So the bigger picture is, is that there will be people going after you. And 2024 will be, once again, a year that I'm going to tell people, once again, you will, I will, will always remember 2024. Because it's not Joe Biden that's going to win the election. It'll also be the year because Joe Biden will not, he'll have to step down from being president. Or he won't step down, but he'll finish out the term. And he'll give Gavin Newsom and Big Mike an opportunity. And they will get the opportunity to. I also think that the Republicans will not receive, they will not win the House, the Senate, or definitely not the presidency. They will not. Because they have alienated themselves from Christians because of their uh, uh, their coherency and their ability to work with the other side and how they gave up so much of our rights. That's why they won't win. And also, the 2024 will also be a year where the Republicans will put up a weaker candidate, such as Ron DeSantis, against Gavin Newsom. The battle of two governors. And Ron DeSantis will pick a vice president that is even weaker than the vice president before. And see, so you have to look at the bigger picture. They're not worried. They're not going to listen to you. They're going to cheat the selection like there's no tomorrow. They're going to censor people like there's no tomorrow. And the censor, censorship will go on full steam ahead by, by news media companies, by people around. And they're going to do the work of the government. And that's why I think the media is the fake news media. 
they are the the other fifth branch of the government. You have the the bureaucracy, you have the three branches bureaucracy, and now you can add the social media platforms: Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, everything else. As the fifth branch of the government. And you're also going to have something big that's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm trying to figure out. I mean, there's so much things that could happen. I heard that there's going to be another COVID pandemic going to happen. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put. A, I wouldn't put a pass through that actually anymore. I would honestly believe something would that something would happen like that. You all you have to do is look down at the border. Um, number one. Number two. I think crime is going to get so rampant. That we are going, to, it's going to be uncontrollable. And now that, but you're also going to have something big that's going to completely backfire, because you have many young militarized men from the Middle East coming across the border. We don't know where countries are coming from. You don't know because we don't have no vetting process. We don't have any procedure about doing that. And that's another that's another scary standpoint. And it has reports have come out saying that, well, we don't, there are terrorists on terrorist watch lists that have come into this nation. We can't track them. So you're telling me you can't track people when they have cameras all over the place? Or is it that we don't want to? I think it's more of we don't want to track them. I think that's a better option, a better reasoning. Just come out like what you just come out the true, real truth. Just, I'd rather have, the thing that's been bothering me lately is the fact that they're lying to the public and people are willing, they're blatantly lying to the public and thinking as if we're stupid and saying that Hamas is a good person. And there's a poll saying, well, do you believe over 68% people believe that there should be a ceasefire in Israel and that Hamas should win? That was on MSNBC. See, the bigger picture is, is that they have no problem of taking our rights away, our freedoms away. The bigger picture as well to this whole Second Amendment thing is they're willing to take your assault weapons away so that they can still arm themselves. It's like what Nazi Germany did. We're going to take your ability to keep yourselves protected. We're going to take that ability away. And we're going to make sure that we protect ourselves. So we want to protect ourselves. We want to, we want, I want to protect my family. If you're a part of the government, I want to protect. And this has to do with both sides. If you're a Republican, if you're a Republican congressman, such as uh, Moscow Mitch, or even Mitt Romney and something like that, or Witch Cheney, your goal is to try to protect yourselves. So you're going to say, no, I'm going to, I do support, you know, you have more people coming out saying that we, it's unacceptable for people to have AR-15s, but that's where it all starts. Once your ability to, once your ability to protect yourself goes out the window, a lot of things go out the window as well. And then pretty soon it'll be, you can't even have a 22, you can't even have a nine millimeter. And now next, thing you know, you can protect yourself with a knife, but the enemy will be happy to go in and take anything they want. So go Nazi Germany did. So the bigger picture to this whole thing is, is that America has officially adopted the Nazi Germany policy and agenda of overthrowing this country. That is the bigger picture, and we need to be aware of what's going on. And that's why we need to encourage Israel 
to protect themselves, to say no to ceasefire. We don't need to say no to ceasefire. We need to encourage it. We need to encourage Israel to protect themselves. And we need to fund them and help them in every single way. But before that, it is vital that we close the southern border. And there has to be proof that we're closing the southern border. Because at this rate, we can fund all the countries we want. But what's at home? Nothing. So with this in mind, guys, I hope you have an awesome day. And remember to keep it saucy. Bye. You just heard an episode of The Sash Report, a podcast on Spotify, iHeart, and anywhere you hear a podcast. Remember, guys, hit that like and follow button. See you next time and keep it saucy.